Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. MGT does not substitute for medical, financial or legal advice. I'm Monique and I'm Lainey and we have the cheat codes to the simulation. Today we have Alexis on the show aka Ascension Diaries and she is the resident space weather expert. Um, She is my go-to for Schumann resonance updates. Um, Basically she has a psychology background and has linked and studied the electromagnetic field and how it affects us. You know, there's beings that will put on a wedding band and wear it their entire life after. And my body was like, no, like I can't do that. Cause I was just being weighed down on my feminine receiving side. The left finger is where you're supposed to wear your wedding band and the cultural traditions. I'm here to reprogram and rewrite things, loosen up the rules a little bit, find balance again. It's imbalanced to wear a precious metal on only one side of your body. It will throw you off energetically. I love wearing it on the chain on the middle of my chest because it's a balanced area for these fields to interact with. Um, It's actually just mind-blowing and she has got all the cheat codes to get you through your ascension journey because it is the great awakening. Um, Today's episode is so huge. I think we ended up going for about three hours, but honestly, we covered anything and everything so that all the cheat codes are in there. Um, Everything from the quantum financial system to the Galactic Federation of Light to uh, plant medicine, shamanism, astrology, um collective consciousness like religion um gosh like we really it's huge it's a big one (laughs) we really just went wild we did (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) guys if you are listening on spotify please like share and subscribe and also on youtube please like share and subscribe and drop us a comment in the comment section and let us know what you thought well welcome alexis thanks for coming today Hey, how are you? Amazing. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, ladies? Oh, so good. I like your background. It's cute. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Very on topic. I try to be. <laughs> Starting the same story. So, what time is it where you're at? Did I get you up really early? Uh, five a.m. for me. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was just saying to Lenny, I was like, when my alarm went off at 4.15 this morning, I was like, shit, it better be a good episode. <laughs> I'll do my best. No, no that's thank why you so I, much for coming on. That's why I was hustling an extra hour so she didn't have to get up at 3 a.m. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you should have told me. I would have pushed it even further back. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's it's fine. all good. I was like, oh, this is perfect time for me. That's when my brain is like on. She always makes me record at like the middle of my night because I like to go to go to bed at like 5 30 so I'm like this is payback 
<laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> the table's I'm here to turned. deliver the karma over here, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Hence Sorry my glasses. I'm like, cover up these bags and I've got my coffee still. I'm like, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully I can wake you up a bit. Yeah, absolutely. With some interesting topics. Whereabouts are you? I'm in Sedona, Arizona, USA. Oh, cool. Lovely. Yeah, it's a good spot. Uh, if you know about thing. it yeah I, I was like oh maybe I could live in Sedona maybe that's where I need to move to <laughs> it's a good spot I mean yeah. you and many others have thought the same thing in our yes. community for sure it's very popular yeah. Oh, wow. yeah I always see you on your hikes and stuff I'm like it looks so cool <laughs> yeah it's it's beautiful super accessible I love it here Oh, nice. The that looks yeah. really beautiful as well. Like all the things you post, I'm like, oh, my people. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun playing outside. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm, I'm in an Australian jail in Melbourne. <laughs> I know. Where, where I don't even know. I don't even, I feel like I've been locked up for about a year and a half. So that's cute. Because <laughs> you have been locked up for a year and a half, babe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have. Oh, but, um, but welcome welcome thank you so much for joining us today we are so excited to have you I guess um, you were such an influential part in ensuring that I was not crazy basically about a year and a half ago good <laughs> so I'm eternally grateful I remember stumbling upon your account like you went live with um, certified health knot and I was like yeah oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. And you like just had, you just explained so much for me. And it was in terms of like bridging that science and um, woo-woo, I guess. And yeah, so welcome. Right. And we would love to hear your journey and how you came across all of this amazing knowledge. Sure. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. For having me. I like doing these. I like to go on people's shows who are creating content for people I could never reach. So I appreciate it. And my journey has been a lot more intense since 2016 started. I would say that's when things really kicked into high gear for me. When I learned about, uh, when I learned about this particular influence after had, I had just graduated from a psychology degree and then I learned about the impacts of the solar radiation and so on on our brain waves. And I was really upset, very, very upset that I had read so many flipping books about it and something so much bigger, so much more global, so much more powerful than uh, medication, uh, hypnotherapy, uh, running, like things like that, that they say to help you deal with symptoms that you struggle with and the symptoms I went to school to try and mitigate, not for only for myself, but for others. I was relieved and upset to read that the space weather basically is the end all be all the beginning and the end of how we as I would say autonomous creatures are affected on the daily basis. And of course we understand weather. We understand that the rain can mess up your day or the temperature can mess up your plans, but what actually causes that weather is space weather. <laughs> and what is also a major part of the unknown area is how intrinsically our brainwaves 
react to our own atmospheric song, basically, because we were grown in this song. So we respond to this song. And when we leave the atmosphere and so on, that stuff was really fascinating because I was also getting really into secret space programs and hybrid children and aliens in general and, <laughs> and under, trying to understand what that really was. And I've used this technique of watching space weather to learn about natural space weather, modified space weather, and uh, extraterrestrials as well. So I've kind of used it as, and of course, like the potential that there is an ascension or a, a shifting in consciousness towards a more conscious experience. And so I wanted to study all that stuff together. And I use social media to do it because I didn't know any other way that was allowed basically, because I had just left that system and realized how stupid it was and the rules and just ridiculous. Like there was no true conscious connections of really wanting to pursue knowledge, really wanting to help people. It was more of a, a system of just moving people through and getting money and putting people in debt and so on. So I know most people know that now, but that was even just saying that stuff even back in 2016 was a little bit like, oh, like, oh, you don't believe in the education system. And I was like, no, I am 100% pissed and I have to do all of this myself now because I don't trust anybody. And I've learned now who I can trust. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I was like, I, like, I always give my parents shit for making me go to uni. I was like, (laughs) I wasted five years of my life. But um, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Like how unprepared you are for the world after true. And like what they, what they miss out. But um, (laughs) I just totally interrupt a Soros to you, but I wonder, was that, moment in in 2016 like was that your like pivotal awakening yeah I would say so it was one of my pivotal awakenings the one that more so gave me the purpose like what I can actually do with my time the previous awakening I had was in 2010 around when I was in 11th grade that was a big time wow when I realized my grandmother was going to die of cancer. That's what they told her. They were like, you're dying. Like basically, sorry, you're going to die. And at that age, I was like, what? Like, I don't know what to do. And figured they would have a better idea of how to deal with the situation. The adults, they didn't really. But what I learned from that and what I was gifted from that situation was more of my spiritual awakening at that time, which was learning about people dying on the operation table and what they experienced before they came, when they came back to the table and told their story, even children who had, you know, died and then come back telling stories of them walking around, floating above everybody, uh, going to speak with angels and all these things. And it was very common. And then I was learning about early, I didn't do them then, but I was learning about psychedelics, potentially having a similar experience like DMT. And I also learned, again, I started seeing, I started feverishly looking online for aliens and trying to figure out aliens really bad. And then I found some online and then I started seeing them in my room. And so I was like, okay, so I learned about mediumship. I learned about mediumship and I learned about ETs around the same time because it's similar experience. It's basically being able to perceive what this, you know, what our eyeballs and ears can really capture and the electromagnetic spectrum but you can see beyond that with your other senses that haven't been trained and some people have 
been born into families and they've been taught these things. Some people just read a book and they awaken those things. That was myself. I read a book about mediumship, realized that I wanted to do that. And I also started seeing the aliens and it was like, okay, I'm learning how to deal with you guys. Cause I know you're around me. I can tell, like I could feel it and I knew it. And then I started seeing them and I was like, okay, you're not allowed in here. You're not allowed around me like that. And when I started making very strict boundaries and that's also really healthy when you become a medium too, to have strict boundaries because spirits are basically everything. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't know whatever spirit you're going to yeah. get. Yeah, <laughs> It's not as specific all the time with the language. And so I did learn more about that and I learned about mortality and I learned about immortality at the same way. And then bridging that into, tried to bridge that into the psycho psychology world. Didn't see much of an area for that as much. I learned certain therapies and I mostly learned how they learned how to mind control people. I learned how they learned and then how they were continuing to teach techniques to mind control people by just be watching the behavior of fish and of rats. And it's honestly not that hard. And they figured out that all of our entire commercialism is based off of what the rats do and, or the fish in the tank. Like it's all the same stuff. It's deeply evolutionary. It's deeply ingrained in us and it's just being exploited on purpose. All they figured out all these little things that are ingrained in us and then how to exploit it the most and how to basically make us want to die, but not, uh, be, be too afraid to die because we didn't have the spiritual core either. So wanting to die and being afraid of what you could, you know, what would happen next. So I wanted to solve all those problems <laughs> uh, for myself and then for other people. And somehow space weather became that bridge, but it was uh, a, a journey of basically self-confidence because I didn't know if I was saying anything true. I needed true data from real people. And so social media gave me that. And then over the years, I just saw the patterns emerging repeating it as like humbly and as like hands off as possible because I didn't want any responsibility either for guiding people the wrong way, but I didn't want to not speak as well. So it was like tiptoeing that also and becoming more psychic as well during the space weather uh, influxes was fun. So I was like, okay, space weather does mean more consciousness. Space weather means I'm becoming more conscious and this has to just be a diary basically, because I don't know what I'm doing. Got to do it day by day. I'm not going to claim to know I know what I'm doing, um, especially at my age. I just never felt that that was appropriate. I was like, I'm still in discovery phase of my life. Like, I'm not trying to tell you anything, but I am also trying to. Oh, how old are you? Just out of I'm, Yeah, this is my 28th year. So I'll be 28 in like a month. Oh, you're a baby. Oh, so yeah. I was trying to figure, I was trying to remember like your star sign. Are you Libra? I'm a Libra. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I feel like you were Libra Aqua Rising maybe and then Scorpio Moon. Is that right? Close. Yeah. I'm a Libra Scorpio cusp. I'm the 22nd of October and oh, I have Aquarius Moon, which is fun. Oh yeah. And or a Capricorn, depending on the system. And then I oh, have yeah. a, a Aries Rising or a Pisces Rising compared to what system you like. But all of those signs do make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> for my personality a lot. So <laughs> astrology has also been huge and it's a science that's so important, but also weirdly, I think there's something off with it. And I don't know what that is. Potentially there's just more planetary bodies or there's more 
the timing of everything is not quite there all the time because I feel like my soul knows it, but also it isn't fully bridging the systems that I'm seeing now. So, and now I've learned other cultures have their own astrology systems too. So it's starting to make sense, but yeah, no, it does work. I hear you. It's like, there's like certain, um, like for me, it's like, it makes a lot of sense until you like hit a certain point. And then it's almost like you can break that coding or like at like a quantum level, you can like re rewrite it almost, but true. Yeah. And also it has been tainted in some aspects. So it's like, it's like, have they tainted this aspect of it or have they? So it's like, yeah, the discernment, I guess. And then obviously it has like such a bad rap in I guess the Christianity in the mainstream or yeah exactly (laughs) and it's funny because I even looked up those bible quotes and it's extremely vague and it doesn't specify and then there's other parts of the bible about watching the heavens too so it's like okay I even went into the bible was like okay let me look and the quotes and the translations are very weak and so it's like okay it's a similar experience with many other quotes that are used a lot to judge other people which is also in the bible not to do so it's like yeah a little confusing but I'm grateful I didn't have those nails in my coffin too much when I was growing up it was more of an observer role with religion even though I was pushed to observe it quite a bit actually and I always was like what the fuck (laughs) like (laughs) like, sitting there like yeah making jokes in the pews all the time and I was like well this is a joke like you're kidding me and then I you know it did I never lasted but Mm -hmm. the observational times were fun for me not fun for the people I was with (laughs) but that happened so that's also nice for social media because it's all consensual really like you can consent to consume it or not and that's a big part of the something I learned about spiritual awakening too is that you cannot give too much to somebody it's like a rule of 10% I've learned you can give them 10% like in a conversation where a person can't just log off when you're in face-to-face give them 10% if they don't want anymore they'll tell you like their body will tell you and you're like okay and you're good but you're allowed to give like that 10 you're allowed to plant that seed over there for a minute and uh but social media is great, but it's also, it's sketchy, but I grew up with it. So I know the sketchiness mm-hmm. of it hundred percent. It's easy, but <laughs> with the spiritual growth and then people then copying also my particular, I don't know, project. Cause I knew I was the only one on Instagram doing it when I started. Cause I looked it up, like you couldn't find it. So I was proud of myself. And then Facebook too was it was creeping on. I learned it about it from Facebook, from jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza. I learned about oh, the Schumann yeah. resonances and that was just on Facebook somewhere. And I was like, this is serious. And then I saw people sharing the charts and I saw them blatantly misinterpreting them just by eyeballing it for like a second. And I was like, you're reading that wrong. Like it's right here. Like, can you not see this chart? It's just, it's red like this. I don't know. I, I took a jillion tests on it just like a minute, a minute ago. Like I know how to read these things. And uh, so I went into it and started interpreting him myself. And now I'm seeing people interpret the charts with a whole other flair of, I would say, like astrology and mysticism mixed into it and psychic uh, insights as well. But it's very personal. And in my opinion, it's very subjective. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you're experiencing this. That's great. That's been my whole blog. Like you're experiencing it. Great. Tell me what it is. Tell me how you're experiencing it it is happening. 
how are you experiencing it? But if you're saying that your experience is the global experience, and I've had people literally message me saying, I must repent to them basically and worship them because they are the people making these space weather moments happen. And I've been like, sorry, you're talking to the wrong lady. Like you may get that with some of your cute new followers, which I don't agree with either, that you're just dragging these new people into this, uh, some type of guru worship or whatever. I'm always like, you need to do more shadow work, babe. You're not the king. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's a good answer. I mean, that's a ballsy answer, but I like it. Like you, maybe not. Maybe not today, (laughs) not today. Sorry. And I have to stop myself because I do have that fiery side too, where I've always been like, whoo, like you're not talking to the right lady. I'm like, sorry, but please just go like save yourself and like get out of here. And yeah, I just blocked those people. When people, um, yeah, it's like (laughs) we're we're, as a collective, we all have like a piece of the puzzle. And then the people that are like, no, yeah everything that I think is right is like, like I always tell Mon, there's <laughs> one person online that like obviously triggers me. Like, We're not going there this morning, babe. No, no, no. <laughs> Everyone is straight. But then at like the same time, I'm like, good honor for having the balls to talk about it. Yeah. I guess that's why we're here today. But And it um, kind of, it, it motivates us to be like, wait, we better say something because someone's not doing it justice. Yeah. And it's a <laughs> motivator. That- and I, I guess like your knowledge is so like incredible because you have bridged like for me the the like you've put those gaps together so like I know um when I post the Schumann resonance is that how we say it by the way we, we have I like, struggle yeah, like, but Schumerman. honestly Schumerman? really who cares because like I'm learning the guy was like full-on involved with all of the uh, frequency war stuff that the Nazis got into and all that he's a German man and he got paper project paper clipped over to the usa it's on his wikipedia page now so i'm like yeah call him whatever you want because honestly it's not his it's not his it's not his frequency just because his name is on it it's pathetic to me honestly and it's embarrassing sometimes that i've been the one tweeting his name the most now and i'm learning these things about him i'm like we hate him (laughs) sneaky boy but there's got to be something I mean, there's got to be a reason. He may have been a benevolent guy who's just a scientist. Part of it got roped into it because of the time he was born, like the time we're born in and how I jutted my head into this field. I also was nervous about who I would end up mixing with because I wasn't stupid. I was like, you're treating us like we're stupid. I'm in the class that you treat as idiots, but I'm trying to push my head out of that class and into seeing what you guys are doing, the aristocracy or whatever the, that other layer that is the slave owners in a way, but in a fancy term now, but really running the universities and running the schools and running government and blah, blah, blah. Like that's all bloodline stuff. That's all family stuff. It's about who, you know, and the science and the shit that they talk about is all like, there's so many layers of people out there that I know, know things. And I, I'm like, they're watching me on YouTube and not saying anything. Like it's freaky. Like I can tell, I know I'm being looked at and it's like, okay, but why, why am I this person? Why am I coming from civilian? Don't know shit to speaking truth. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're speaking the truth. You know, a lot of things. And I think like you'd definitely be on their radar for keeping track of, and they'd be like, how does they're on mine? (laughs) They're on mine too. And I'm like, I want to find you like, (laughs) yeah. 
in some form, like, you know, the astral plane is a fun place too. And like learning the spiritual war as well side of things. So do you even put your face out there and boldly say what you say? They see you, but they know that you see them. And exactly. Someone's always watching. So like, oh, you can't always. get away with anything. I know. But, I'm always uh, in my computer. Like, I know you're watching me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm even like cosmically. Oh, grand morning, Archons. How are you today? <laughs> sure. And they're like, let me learn something. Because obviously I'm not getting it or I'll yeah. be winning. And you're like, sit down. Like, thank you. <laughs> You're cute, oh but so for the yeah. beginners of the, I don't even know how I'm saying that, Sherman, Sherman, yeah, Sherman, for the beginners that obviously don't know what this is, um, could you explain a little bit sure. more about the frequencies and and how they affect us and how how it kind of happens? Right, sure, I can, and this is what they say online. This is the public stuff. So what they say is that we have a cavity from the planet's surface to all the way out like hundreds and hundreds of miles above the surface. And there is a electron sort of layer or a plasma layer on our own planet they call the ionosphere. And then beyond that are the many bands of our magnetic, because we're basically, our planet's a magnet. So there's all these magnetic lines around it, just like those little magnets at home. And those magnetic lines are what everything hits first. All, all of the energy that comes towards our planet hits the magnetic lines. And some of them will compress and cause and funnel that solar wind and stuff to the poles causing aurora. So that's a normal thing. So when the solar wind's going a little bit more, it's always happening. But when it's getting a little more from a coronal hole, solar wind gets more intense. The layer of our ionosphere and our planet starts to compress on itself and funnel in more energy and create aurora. But what also happens is lightning, which is actually extremely complex process because I have tried to look it up and teach it. And I gave up because I was like, actually don't quite fully even grasp this. And I think that's on purpose. Like the way it was taught was a little unclear. And that is another area where you're like, okay, this should be easier than I think it is. So, but the lightning discharges that happen, it's like five or 3000 discharges a second on earth. Like it's a very active electrical ball that this whole cavity of our atmosphere basically. And so these constant strikes of lightning, which is just energy basically grounding from space and <laughs> it's grounding into our cavity and grounding into the planet. And that is the background hum of the Schumann resonance is this constant electrical, the lightning hitting. And so it's kind of like a bell being hit over and over and over in this the vibration of the bell because of the shape of the earth and the shape of that cavity is the Schumann resonances. It is this scale of notes that happens in other planets with a surface and with an, an atmosphere, they have their own scale. They have their own notes. And so ours seem to be 7.83 Hertz is the first one. And then it basically goes around the planet, hits itself doubles. So it goes to a 14 Hertz. So that's the next note and then the next note is 21 the next note is like 24 25 and there's a couple other and it, it maxes out it kind of dissipates around 60 hertz but there's there's like six or seven notes in there basically the first one's the most potent and the first one is also in our brain all of them are in our brainwave range as well which is the best part so when the 7.83 that's constantly humming constantly happening that's the average 
that is our theta to alpha range brainwave state, which is kind of waking up out of the dream, kind of being in a wakeful, restful state. That's sort of that brainwave state. And if you get into alpha properly, you can start visualizing and kind of almost falling asleep, sitting up, or like when you're meditating and you start to see almost like a dream playing out in your face, it's that kind of state. So that's our normal state as a human that we're just kind of walking around, nothing to really do, nothing to really survive. We're just seeing and perceiving, and that's the earth's normal state. And that's our normal state too. So, but sometimes when we're sleeping, that stuff cranks. And when our brain waves are slow, some people wake up because the bell or earth is earth's bell just got hit. And it's like waking us up to that waking state, but day and night when the sun's shooting, you know, daylight at one side of the planet, the ionosphere is thicker. There's more complexity to it. And the other side is sleeping. It's weaker. There's less complexity to the atmosphere when it's not getting hit with the sun. And so sometimes we will see data even from the daytime in Russia, which I follow a Russian chart and the Russian chart is getting extra during their day. They're getting extra hits of energy. So they're getting direct hits in a way from the sun potentially, and just extra boosts from solar flares and, and so on that could be happening. And those things will wake people up on the other side of the planet, uh, which is amazing. And what a lot of the scientists have come up against who talk about, but dismiss this human have said, well, it's not, it's all local. Like you can't make this a global issue. And it's like, all my data shown me that it can't. So all that Russia data I'm getting is waking Americans up consistently. So what the heck? Like when you say waking up, do you mean waking up physically out of bed, physically waking up? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Waking up out of bed, like sweating, heart racing, like what is that? And then they look on, uh, on the the charts and there it is. Like that's, it's been doing my job for me. I haven't had to push this, like just give people the tools and then check it themselves and see if you're really tapping into something. And they are like, it's, it's real. And then what you take from that that's the subjective experience a lot of the time but the real biological physiological thing it seems pretty consistent with people and then you know other notes get hit at other times and usually it's a gradual release of energy from the first note to the rest but sometimes the fourth note is the loudest and i'm like that makes no sense makes no sense to me with how this bell works so it's not, it looks to me like something is stoking that frequency that's unnatural potentially. And why? And why is it in our brainwave states? I'm witnessing our brainwaves being poked and prodded all day just by watching a zero to 40 hertz chart feed go every hour update. And I'm looking at what's happening between those frequencies, how amplified they're getting. And I can literally tell you what your brain would likely be doing during that time and it's pretty simple and but the simplicity of it is also scary too because again it is 2021 and you look up these terms on even wikipedia which isn't the truth either but they're saying oh it's discovered this stuff has been discovered in the 18 hundreds, like even earlier and earlier in this technology, Tesla technology, Tesla knew about this stuff. Tesla in, in harness this stuff, like was working with free energy just by harnessing this cavity. That's lightning shocking itself all day long. Like it's free energy. Don't have to pay for it. The sun is doing it to us all day. Might as well make that work for us. 
but instead they just like twisted it all and started using this information to shoot radio waves off of our ionosphere and bounce things off of it and attack people underground. You can even attack people with this technology easy. You can boil water underground and you can basically boil people's brainwaves. Like you can just shoot it over a country you don't like and everyone there is going to have a really bad day. It's so easy. Like the, the technology that they're releasing online is fine. Yeah. And it's so globally bad. And yeah. then you're like, this is from fucking 90 years ago. Some of this stuff you're like, what are they doing now? It's just absurd. And I know that's the same thing with automobiles. So it's easy to see that this is a pattern, but that's another thing that's been frustrating. And also like, what do you do when you learn these things? What do you do? Is there anything you can do? And I guess my choice has just been to inform people and ask the same questions over and over and over and over and be like, tell me, tell me, tell me, like, what is it? And my guides keep showing me things. People will randomly send me things. Nothing's really changed the theories. Like it seems pretty steady. The only thing that's been a challenge has been people now who are believing the earth is on a flat plane and they have a different model of understanding of where the planets are, how big they are, what they're doing, astrological don't know how any of that actually works. I'll be honest. And I haven't looked too much into it because it just doesn't resonate with me as a, an intuitive either and as alien really. And <laughs> the aliens and all my astral projections, that is, that earth is round. Like in my opinion, in my perspective where I'm living. So I've had that fun too, of being, how, being like, I was, okay. I was actually going to ask you like what um version you prescribe to like is it like because there's so many versions right yeah so like lately it's been like flat um round hollow like or a donut uh, shape yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, which is cool but (laughs) rendering one like got me as well like um depending on the collective consciousness like it changes with the collective and I was like whoa I love that good (laughs) it would it is, it is interesting. Yeah. The collective consciousness was another huge thing, like learning space weather and then learning collective consciousness, I think happened in the same day for me realizing. And I was like, well, <laughs> better take care of that. Because if we are in, even if I repeat the same question or I repeat the same data over and over, it's going to inform the collective consciousness and it's going to give me more information just by one person inputting that. So it's pretty crazy. So I wanted to push on the collective consciousness and see what I got back. But instead of actually informed a lot of the collective, which was good, but wasn't what I was fully even expecting to happen, but I've informed a lot of people and more people than I realize. And it's intense too, as well to do that as a person and put your face out there and have a, be an avatar. People can just see in dreams all of a sudden because they've seen your face and they can refer to you or talk about you in any way that they want and that kind of energy as well it's been interesting but the collective consciousness in general tends to respond really intuitively to this information and it's gotten easier to explain it just to anybody used to be really hard to even get anyone anywhere close to what I was talking about but it's gotten way easier now. It's almost like second nature for people to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And you're like, great. It's like that um, <laughs> monkey um, yeah. experiment. Yeah. Do you want to um, let, I guess, cause like a lot of our 
I followers are kind of like new to this game. So like, do you want to like sure. take them through that maybe? Yeah, an example of collective conscious or quantum biology basically is something they call the hundredth month hundredth monkey effect. And it's about washing sweet potatoes, basically. Monkeys on one island learned to wash sweet potatoes before they ate them instead of eating it and trying to pick off the dirt. They just rinsed it and started eating them, making it a much easier process for them. And monkeys, same type of monkey, but different clan on a different island, basically started performing the same behavior without any way to teach them. So that sort of thing gets repeated over and over. And now they know that they can put, take out one of your cells basically and shoot it off into space as far as possible. But if they electrocute you, that cell is also going to be like, and like start freaking out. So the quantum field then becomes a part of that conversation. Like you're never detached from yourself. You're never really detached from anything. And even uh, thinking that there's any space between you and our own sun with the quantum understanding is a fallacy because there is no space between you and anything else with the quantum understanding. Everything's being affected at the same time. So they'll say that solar flares take or solar wind takes eight minutes to get here. But that is in a way a lie because I've also learned that the heliosphere of our sun, basically its atmosphere, it stretches far beyond us and our planet. So everything that happens on the surface there is instantly happening where we are as well so I always say I always say that to one I'm like I swear I get it earlier than everyone else. you do like, you do or you I'm like you can like, sense it happening why before it even comes up you're like it's coming and then yeah, like and, give it 10 and, minutes and we look and it's like up yeah, yeah. it's so funny and it's like because I would always be like, why am I feeling this way? Like, and then I would check, the, I'd check my app and then I was like, oh no, it's not here. Like yeah. I'm going crazy. And then I would be like, I, I have this process now. It's like, I need to ground. And then I pass out. And like, all my friends are like, oh, they send me like a screenshot and they're like, you're asleep, aren't you? Like, <laughs> you've passed out. Aren't you? Consistent. Yeah. Would you you say that you have like certain symptoms or have your symptoms stopped now that your body has like reached a level of density or like released a level of density or? I mean, people keep telling me that that will eventually happen. But again, the theory is that the accelerated changes now are of catching up on everybody. And no matter how woke you are, it seems like they're, they're still getting their tests. Like you could, some people seem to have been able to race ahead a little bit, but they're getting caught up now with the symptoms. And most of the symptoms tend to be, it is a premonition feeling. That is the best symptom is the premonition that something is changing and that something is going on. And as raw and as indescript as that sounds, it really is as simple as, you know, watching even the birds, like a canary in the coal mine, the canary doesn't think about it it just experiences discomfort and then it makes a sound basically. And the animals do the same. They're like, they start grumbling and then they fall asleep on the ground for a nap. You don't think about it, but if you're at work and you're a human being, we have way more expectations on ourselves to just be extremely consistent machines, especially women, which whom are also even more affected. I noticed from obviously the moon and, and these things, they are more sensitive, but again, women are supposed to be the sensitive ones. Like that is our design really. 
we are more connected to the divine side so we can keep having kids who are from there <laughs> and so yeah that's preemptive gut feeling or a solar plexus feeling or in the heart i'd notice it's Online? in the body hot a lot it's like this anxiety really it tends to be anxiety or it tends to be a total shift or a, a total change of polarity of the trajectory of what you wanted to do with your day or what you were thinking you're going to do and emotions or fatigue or nausea is another one, or basically feelings of something's coming that instinct, like something's coming and it's getting further and further away from the data too. We're, we're before all of the data now, a lot of people. So they have to wait an hour before it shows up anywhere on any of the charts and sometimes, and on the most famous attempts, I would say where I've gotten, getting a lot of preemptive information, people messaging me, like, what is it? What's coming? What is it? And I'm like, it, it could be this, like, it could be this sunspot basically turning towards us on the sun, which could uh, obviously changes the magnetics of basically all the planets because <laughs> it's so big. And, um, what was I going to say? The magnetic shift, you pass out. People are expected to work through these days. Most people go home sick. People go home early. A lot of the time people have to, had to change their careers completely because they just can't take it anymore. They're it's, inconsistent. It's so wild to me. Cause like, I'm a little bit like, like I kind of like categorize everyone's like ailments and like, and in the like when the spikes are coming and I've noticed like over the last you know 18 months especially like my mom was in hospital this week because she had like all of this stuff happening and I was like oh she's getting blasted by the CMAs and like Mm -hmm. she had all these tests done they thought that she had like a little jabby jab action because her heart was like showing she'd had the same levels of like heart attack as the person next to her who was like quite young and had received the same thing and so they were like oh no she's are you sure you haven't had it and she like they did all these tests and then she was completely normal and they released her the next day and I was like told you you were getting your ascension symptoms like and this is the thing so many of my friends have like over the last years and and like I even myself like in May last year I think it was May when there was like the it was like eclipse season and it was just like two weeks and like I kept driving myself to hospital being like okay I'm dying like I can't see this is like I'm having a heart attack like and oh, that's it's awful come back completely perfect like the whole time and now we're just like oh you're like a hypochondriac or whatever and I'm like but I literally can't stand up off the ground like I cannot like and it's just insane and then once you put the two and two together you're like oh okay and then you can like manage your symptoms like what would you say for yourself like what do you do when you're about to get blasted I would say I never fight it and I've made my lifestyle so I don't have to fight it so I can be a good I would say journalist in a way of this too is so I I've kind of surrendered to it and I've made this my position in the collective as one of the sensitives that can help new sensitives basically not fear what they're going through because I like you I've had pretty much any symptom you can think of and to uh intense degrees where you're like okay like 
panic, almost panic, but I am more afraid of going to the doctor than I am of pretty much anything else. So I have always been like, I'm gonna die this way. Like this is it, yeah. this is it, I'm dead or it's gonna get better. And yeah. so especially oh my God, now- no, it's the same as me. I'm like, I ain't going to the doctor. I'm gonna live through this. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> or I, that's it. I don't know why I spent yeah. so many times going to the doctor because it was always to know. made me worse before they made me better as well. And it was always like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to ride it out at home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And the symptoms, especially the one you mentioned about not being able to get off the floor is oh. one that I've noticed that actually is correlating to extremely uh, good ascension vibes like those are when you know there's the good stuff coming in is when you can't get off the floor and as i've haven't had the most eye-opening visual experiences third eye experiences crown chakra experiences kundalini awakening experiences during those moments where i was having space weather symptoms and usually it's related to the eclipses as well uh the seasonal changes seasonal changes are a religious experience is something i've learned it is one of the truest religious experiences of being a human on earth because it is the most, one of the most potent energetic shifts that happens is the equinoxes, basically. It's incredible. And so it's really also brought me to a spiritual practice of almost being an earth religion, like the religion of earth, religion of being in the, in the Milky Way galaxy, even like there is a true spiritual connection to the natural shifts that are happening that way more coherent, way more understandable, way more predictable even too. And, you know, you can take it easy on those times. And, (laughs) but um, yeah, symptoms have been really bad where people are getting those migraines where they can't see uh, they're getting violently ill for days. Like they can't keep anything in, can't keep anything down, but uh, learning also shamanism has another been, I've also interwoven into this process and I think is saved my life as a, a person and their herbal medicine use has, I can't even tell you, like it's been integral. I can't deny it. Some days I want to even where I'm like, but it's, it's doesn't do justice to the medicine and to the spirit of the medicines that are obviously here to help us through this and why so many people, especially in our age group are also really going into plant medicine use a lot of people and shamanism and plant medicine queens yeah you guys obviously so huge huge thing so one of the only things that's ever made me feel better and has kept me trucking and kept me aware and almost gotten me out of this i would say it almost helps move your vibration slightly out of the way to be more of an observer instead of more of an experiencer and as a sensitive airy fairy being sometimes that's the best option so for me because i don't have a lot of earth in my chart i have a harder time grounding this stuff and that's not my skill i'm a talker i'm a seer i'm an upper chakra kind of person and lower chakras are great i love them and i'm very in tune with them but they are very sensitive too and when they start getting screwed up i give it its time and then i'm like all right i experienced that long enough time to go into shamanic practice basically and time to deal with this the way that I and my ancestors basically have pushed me towards and it's hard to it's weird to in a way try and scoop all those terms together but I wouldn't 
none of them would exist for me without the others, like space, weather, psychology, spirituality, shamanism in a way and uh, nutrition. And it's weird because food, I always thought it was going to be food, but it's not, it's, it's weird. Food is a strange one. And I've done the most circle backs with food behaviors than I've done with any other behaviors and the body and its density and what's actually changing. They say, and I understand that light codes your DNA, photons code your DNA and photons are all being emitted from our sun all, all day, <laughs> like all sing all day, all day, all day. So our DNA is constantly being updated and changed. But when we're getting a huge pile of protons, that's when I feel like people get ungrounded. They, they can't ground the energy. Their nervous system gets really shot. And that's what plant medicine is good for too, is keeping plant, keeping your nervous system on, on, uh, on track, it seems like. So anything with the brain and anything with the spine and any nerves in your body tend to be one of the first things that people notice issues with which is basically everything like your nervous system allows you to feel. So <laughs> that is vague, but nervous system is the key. It is your electrical grounding system. And just like the lightning on earth, you have to ground that lightning too. And if you're not, if you're wearing your rubber soles, if you're not going outside, if you're not in, not getting the sunlight, you're falling behind evolutionary wise, even you're not coding to your environment, yeah. you're going to die off because you can, you're become, exactly. <laughs> you have to, and the evolution they say is like, Oh, you can't even evolve in a lifetime. You can't even, and they say that in popular science, it's such a joke. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> evolution's happening every, every single second. It's, yeah. and your you're DNA like, oh, is baby, not the I same. evolved in a one whole day. So yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> like upgrades did you know? <laughs> yeah. They're looking at the wrong stuff. Like they're looking at rocks or something because it's a joke. And so it's been great to learn. I'm so curious. Cause like, as you were saying, like the food thing is like something that we discuss and we like oscillate between like fasting and ground, like for me grounding and like, it's, totally. it's honestly just the state of my nervous system. And um, like, what do you do? Like, what would be like a normal day lifestyle food wise? Like, how do you keep your shit together basically <laughs> I try my best to stay hydrated and do it right not just like with whatever water but yeah and out of glass bottles excellent what do, you, what do you like what water do you drink we just moved to a resource of spring water basically a spring fountain that's coming out at one of the campgrounds oh, I'd say like 25 minutes away so we have to drive out there fill up our bottles come home and then we use them for a few weeks and then go back. But we used to get uh, water in town that was like uh, they did all this stuff to it to clear it and then they remineralize it and whatever. And they're doing all this alchemy to it. And that was helpful. But we're trying the more natural source now, as natural as it may be, because, again, I'm living in a place that is filled with people who know magic. And I'm not even kidding They're The level of magicians and whatever the hell these people call themselves that live in Sedona is oh, just like, whoo, it's way up there, like <laughs> and in both directions. So being here as a psychic and as a child, also in a way of the in the eyes of these people. And looking through them being like, ha, 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 yeah, there's a weird shit going on here, you guys. And what's in your water. So I have some suspicions about that fountain even sometimes. I'm like, 
some weird shit going on in this place and the constant experimentation, not even from just humans thinking they're all that and magical, but from beings, you know, not human beings, they're here too. Like every, there's this place is very busy, um, which has been entertaining for me, but it's also ridiculous because I also live near running water. I live near the creek that runs through the entire city basically and pushes all of their energy and creeks are kind of like the plumbing energetically. And I'm right next to the plumbing of this town. And I've been clearing a lot of lower density energies out of myself more than ever, ever. I've never had so many tantrums or freakouts in my entire life, not even from childhood in this last year. And I can only say that it's collective energy because I don't, I've never been that person by myself. And uh, that what I do is I eat root vegetables a lot. I go to root vegetables, potatoes basically is my potatoes and carrots. I eat a ton of, I eat a lot of grains as well. And I eat light. I'm picking all day long. I eat and snack all day with fruits and grains and, and meats and everything. But then I also during, and I've had to track my hormonal cycles now because I'm tracking space cycles and my hormonal cycles now because of how I eat with them. And I have to argue with my partner who's like, why are you eating that? And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I'm going to die if I don't eat this. <laughs> it's not worth it for me. Like the zit is going to be worth it because I, I cannot, I feel like my nervous system doesn't know what else to do. And I'm pulling in all of these mechanisms from my chat, like a teenager dumb and before of whatever eating just for fun. And those things are surging back into my life. And if I don't eat that thing, like, it's like, I'm going to have a psychological break and I eat that thing. And it's like, I feel better. I've reincorporated that part of myself with this awareness and it doesn't bother my body at all. And there's days like that too, where I call it, um, what do we call it? It's like spirit food or like 5d food and it's like 5d eating where you could literally eat whatever the hell you want. And it's just, it's like vaporizing into plasma in your stomach. Like it's not the same. It doesn't feel the same. Some people have that experience when they're on mushrooms too, is they have this heightened experience. They don't even really want to eat, but they'll eat like they'll graze and, or they'll eat something they shouldn't or whatever. And it's totally fine. Or, you know, you're at a holiday or at a festival and you're vibes are really high. You eat something you don't normally doesn't bother your system. And I've noticed that happening a lot. And it's like, I'm grounding with behaviors and stuff that the woke community is like, no, you don't, don't drink a beer to ground yourself. And I'm like, I have to, like, that's the only choice for me. It's the only thing that's going to, that's not going to make me feel like I'm going to throw up. Like I need this. And I've had to have that conversation so many times and defend myself so many times but then they go ahead and do it. And they're like, Oh, wow. I feel a beer was a good choice today. And you're like, yeah, three solar flares and a beer, like just, just like good figure day, it out. Day. Exactly. Like find your place, like do whatever you need to do. And that's where I'm at right now. It's a little bit out of survival mode because we didn't have a lot of, I would say funds to work with, to really feed ourselves Ugh, like the best of the best that you yeah. could when I was really starting all this, we, to break out of the matrix, you have to li- basically give up everything and figure your way. And it's not an easy journey to find your way without giving up your sovereignty to a company or to a business or someone telling you what to do. So that was fun. So all of these things are also emotional and it pulls out a lot of emotions. Like when you're not feeling good, 
your emotions start to come up too. And trauma from your past starts to come up. And that's a big part of this as well. That's been fun, but also painful. And to do it publicly as well has been my joy in a way to like, be like, I'm suffering as well. Like I'm not special. I also had a shitty day and I feel better talking about that and knowing people knowing that about myself too, because I get so mad when people try and say I'm better than them or know more than they do. Cause I get mad. Cause I don't want to be seen that way. I'm trying to find people who know better than me. Like I need help. <laughs> I'm people, figuring it out. <laughs> I think also people like find that of service knowing that like the collective is feeling exactly the same things at exactly the same totally. time. I've totally found as well. Like I've got a few friends, like obviously we're all stationed in different parts of the right. grid and like the ley line. And I'll be like, oh, did you feel this at this time? And like, you know, do the time <laughs> conversions and like, um, and often like they know because I'm always posting like the graph, like they're always like, oh, like they'll do it for me now too. And like sometimes, you know, we're all on different um, levels of, you know, what we're experiencing at different times, depending on your circumstance or your density or your state or like, you know, what yeah. you've had on that week. So it's, yeah, it's just so interesting. And then, the, you know, there's like certain people that will always be on like the same journey as mm -hmm. you and like yeah it's just so comforting to know that people are like experiencing the same like electromagnetic activity at the same time <laughs> yeah it's been nice uh it was nice from being lonely to having all these conversations and all of these people and comments and you're like okay mm. even when you really are like okay this one's bad like this is a bad one like what, what, what was that was that me? And then you do a post and everyone's like, I thought I was going to kill myself today. And you're like, great. It wasn't just me, man. I really thought I was going to not make it through the day today, but I, we did. And thanks to plant medicine again for that usually is like, okay, I feel like I want to die. So it's time for ceremony. All right. I tried my best and now we're going to get back in sync. But uh, even especially plant medicine, it puts you in reson resonance with the plants who are literally evolving with almost no symptoms through all of this. They're not flinching. They don't care. They spend all day outside absorbing DNA, changing all day long. It's the people who deny nature who are having the hardest time or who live in uh, nature denying spaces like cities and so on. And <laughs> absolutely. That shit um, ain't good for you. <laughs> with, with the plant medicine, because I have to get into this because I am- yeah, yeah obsessed not only with plant medicine but a few years back I guess I didn't know at the time but it was like a download so um mushrooms right. basically yeah. for me are a huge key like all types of mushrooms I'm not just talking about psychedelics I'm talking right. about like lion's mane cordyceps turkey tail all the rest of it um totally. what are your thoughts on mushrooms and obviously fungi evolving with all of this as well because the more I learn about it it is like such an integral key to our right. evolution I agree I 100% agree and I've funny enough had this uh not I've not enjoyed mushrooms energy all my life as a food source mm -hmm. and never thought of it as a food I always thought they were too alive I was like oh like they're still alive like 
like eating dead meat is easier than eating a mushroom. (laughs) Right. And my, you know, my partner's the same way. And so, and my mother, so I had it around, but I never got it. I never got it until I did give myself a dose of psychedelic mushrooms with very little understanding of what that even meant at the time. But it was, I was in my journey long enough. Where I was like, I can deal with this. Like a and uh, or a micro. I was two grams of psilocybin mushrooms and I was like 23 or four. So that, it was fine. But what it did was undeniable. And I'm not the same person that I was able to oh, basically re- awaken neurons, I assume in my own brain and the other mushrooms who are you're mentioning also have a very similar capacity. It's a very mushroom like thing to work with the nervous system and with the brain cells and all of it and our blood. And I've learned now spiritually that the mushrooms that I've eaten as psychedelics, at least are a part of a, an intelligence. They are an intelligence. They, uh, helped me. And now I help them experience life, uh, as a human woman, they got to see my perspective as I got to see theirs. And that's kind of the give and take. I didn't know that at the time, but that is something I always now tell people like, Hey, they will live in you forever if you let them in. So they'll live in your brain basically for the rest of your life. (laughs) And so I'm so surprised. I still look like a woman at this stage. I should be a fucking mushroom. (laughs) You, yeah, well, you're great. Like you came here, you knew the, you knew the plan. Like you were like, we're working together mushroom collective. And I, I assume, and yeah, it's been great for you. You look very healthy and the the mushrooms (laughs) it is and how they also go for the different organs and how each mushroom now has its own specialty and so on. And I've definitely worked with them. I have not put it into my diet in an intensity that would, I would say produce like proper patterns and results for my health growth so far, because it's again, me and mushrooms are like, "Eh," like, I don't ever get us a thrill out of engaging with them. It's more so me going, I need this for my health. And as a a cannabis user, having mushrooms also helps deal with the, the chemical imbalance of smoking weed too much, basically. So it's like this back and forth I do to release and pull and move my chemicals, my hormones around uh, to try and find an equilibrium, but I am it's, all about mushrooms <laughs> and I'm yeah, so supportive. It's so interesting them. how you just said about the chemical imbalance that marijuana, yeah. when you smoke, it happens. So mm-hmm. I used to be a marijuana smoker. Um, no problems whatsoever. It didn't make me sluggish. It just made me feel great. Like I, I wasn't like sitting there all like, yeah, I'm fucking gonna. I would kind, it would kind of make me a little bit energetic. I'd like clean the house, you know, like that kind of vibe. And right. then one day, so it was from the same batch. The day before, I had smoked a J, totally fine. Same batch. Next day, smoked another J. Had a full anxiety attack, full meltdown. I was like, that was weird. Um, yeah. And then left it for a few days tried it again same thing happened and I was like it just must have gone bad I don't know (laughs) left it for a month or so um was with some friends had like just a little bit same thing happened and I was like holy shit so I asked my mum I was like mum like this is happening because she knows like all about marijuana and like plant things as well and she was like it's the chemical 
balance in your brain isn't receptive to the marijuana anymore. Like something's you've had a shift and I've not, that was about 10 years ago now. And that's why you're the mushroom woman, because you seem to be able to process their chemical dose and I can process the other better. Yeah. It's it, w- it blew my mind because I was like, what's happening? And then when she said it's the chemical balance and I was I'm like, I'm glad she said that. Yeah. Because most people don't know. Yeah. And I hadn't gone through like any sort of, like I was spiritual, but I hadn't like had my awakening. So I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like I don't want to keep having anxiety attacks. I was literally like, call the ambulance. I'm dying. Like it was so intense. I was like, fucking hell. And people like, you're right. Like I was like, no, I'm not okay. (laughs) And then, um, I didn't. And then I like, just literally didn't take any sort of substances whatsoever. Right. Um, because it freaked me out too much. And then, um, and then, yeah, obviously mushrooms came into my life and then the rest is history. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, but with well, the chemical we... balance in the brain, like, why do you think that happens just and so fast as well? Well, I think for sure it does have to do with our DNA, of course, and like what DNA you're really activated, pulling, bringing into this collective consciousness right now and as well as I guess I would say I want to say childhood uh your subconscious programming and how you were programmed as a child you're either in a chaotic not safe environment or you are and your brain and your whole chemistry just goes okay we're in this system or we're in this system basically like you're either safe or you're not and uh I always thought that I was in a safe place, but I've learned now that I was subconsciously and like on a unspoken level, not safe. And I was not well, and I may have been drawn to the chemicals that are offered in cannabis because they were able to kind of break me out of that uh, depressive state in that blocked state. And it was for me a more heart opening a more, you know, upper chakra opening thing and fed me those chemicals I think that I just wasn't getting based off of just years of anxiety and feeling, you know, fight or flight. So potentially, I don't know how your upbringing was, but maybe you were in a safer environment. So when you get those extra, those chemicals, you're like, well, I've already dealt, like I already have a very complex system of processing these chemicals, using these chemicals and to have more was very off-putting for you. And maybe you did need what, and I'm pretty sure what is it in it's is it dopamine or I think it's serotonin that the psilocybin mushrooms make is serotonin they produce or help with the serotonin production yeah I think I think that's correct yes yeah yeah and I think I just wasn't getting I think dopamine is then I think what cannabis tends to go towards potentially and I just I don't think I was getting enough at all dopamine at all I was very dull growing up and not connected and but then I started waking up and it was that disparity was, I think why cannabis came in because it was so hard for me. And then mushrooms came in and totally showed me the world. It basically unhinged my chains. Like cannabis freed me in a way to be more myself and be more free and not afraid. But the chains that were on me that I had on myself about what I was supposed to do with my time, my energy and my body 
all of that when I had my trip basically was like, you're doing it completely wrong. All the shit that you're putting yourself in a cage with is an, an illusion. Like you don't need this. And my confidence boosted huge. And that is, I think that serotonin too is kind of like that confidence boost. Like I don't need to listen to what other people want me to do. I can do it myself. Like I've, I've got this and I'd never felt such a boost in confidence. And now the two of them together help me in a way, stay grounded, stay harmonically balanced to a degree. And I want to move away from them eventually. Like it would be ideal to not have to engage with these things and be fine, but I haven't figured that out yet. (laughs) And uh, I'm okay with that. I know as well as I age, my brain is still developing. I I'm still eight. My body's still aging. Like it's still going through stuff. And even as if I ever get pregnant and become a mother, my brain and all that shit's going to change again. So women go through all these metamorphic situations with their chemicals (laughs) so much more than men do. And uh, it's like, it's really fascinating. Yeah, It's it's crazy. (laughs) And they don't even, they can't even fathom how to relate to that and of course there is ways for them to understand but that has not been the goal of education (laughs) unfortunately they're like condoms and you're like great that solves all our problems no no (laughs) wait um didn't and uh that was rough but yeah the chemical side of it is something that fascinates me because that's where a lot of the medications are are scooping up business basically and are pulling people out of sync with their chemicals even more than they would be without it sometimes. And so I'm glad that you're into it and talking more about it because I need to know more about it too. I, I, I don't even know all I I should know. I I feel like about it and I'm just doing it myself and giving people advice on the side. I feel like I've really only touched the very surface of the mushrooms. You know, there's so much to uncover, like the more literally and the more, the more I learn about them, the more my mind's blown. Like literally I'll finish reading like a book on fungi and I'd be like, what the fuck? Like there's so much to learn. Like there's so much to learn in the way that they keep developing and stay alive and how they like incorporate themselves into certain like insect colonies to survive and it's just fucking crazy and how they make themselves like more appealing and (laughs) and then not only that like their properties as well and there's so many of them it's just like yeah there's just so much to uncover with them I think like humanity can learn a lot and there is people out there that are doing like the research and putting it out there which I'm so grateful for um like not even in just psychedelics but like I said in those other like I guess healing mushrooms the ones um like the the cordyceps the the chaga um all of those there's so much to uncover with that as well so um watch this space I know there's more coming (laughs) well I have a book actually someone gave us where they basically explain how most of the stories in the bible are actually talking about mushrooms or something and it's like this whole whole book and it's a similar deal like if you imagine they've been watching the stars actually there's a quote about astrology being like billionaires use astrology millionaires don't billionaires do and it's like okay so billionaires are using this then what did they do to make that inaccessible to the lower classmen like what did they take out what did they change in a similar deal with mushrooms 
but even more like this is the mushroom revel- revelation that we're living in right now and similar with astrology but it's easier it's harder to hide the stars than it is to hide the chemical brilliance and intelligence of these mushroom species and how ancient and how intergalactic that they are a lot of them and i've yeah. heard that time and time and time again i um know somebody who actually passed out in the bathtub while on mushrooms psychedelic and the mushroom collective embodied her body stood up walked around he had to teach her her partner had to teach it english teach it how to speak again teach it how to speak somehow while he's also on mushrooms Mm -hmm. trying to teach her how to speak again she's clearly not in her body and talked to this thing and answered so many questions about what it's like to be human and what it's like to be a mushroom that's intergalactic and what they're really doing here and uh basically that's also how i learned that they live in your brain forever once you consume them part of them does stick and it's similar with actual semen with women we will we will store the semen in the back of our brainstem i guess and um (laughs) dna from men and so we're doing it with foods too and doing with these beings as well i guess and uh they're way smarter than us like they are way more advanced we're really just like their entertainment in a way and they also get a benevolence out of it from helping us. And uh, obviously there's mushrooms that also kill things. So there is that side of the mushroom kingdom too, where they're like, don't mess with us. Cause yeah. you're going to die. Like that's yeah. it. I think yeah. for me, like I still have that whole stigma. Like, you know, when people keep telling you, like we grew up saying, oh, you know, mushrooms are bad. Um, LSD is bad. Like, so in my head, like I've done it like a few times, but like, I've got some at home and I just look at it every day. And I, <laughs> I say to Monique, I'm like, is today the day and I'm like no I'm okay like yeah. right like, I'm like do it do it <laughs> suffer in silence pass out like yeah like for me it's like that stigma um, I don't know like I, I think maybe it's like a fear thing but also like lately I've um oh, it sounds so hectic but like I've lost a few people in the astral in terms of like they spent so much time on the mushrooms and not grounding and it's almost like oh okay bye <laughs> see you next time like so I guess there's like that fear associated for me so it's like because I have that like fear there I'm like oh okay maybe I won't touch that (laughs) end of part one of two to keep listening watch part two now